What's up? We're back with another episode of Beyond Narratives. Thanks for joining us. I've got Chris here, and I'm Al. What's going on, Chris? Yeah, I hope everyone is uh, keeping safe and happy and healthy uh, during these tough times because uh, I don't know if you guys heard the news, but here in Australia, we are taking this whole authoritarianism to the next level. I think... Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, everybody's asking me about it. What's going on in Australia, man? And and, and to be honest, uh, I, I always tell them, look, in my case, you know, it doesn't impact me much, you know, except with the alcoholism because I tend to fucking drink a lot when <laughs> I'm, like, in the lockdowns. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm trying to control that now with some, uh, you know, like, uh, I've, I've tried to uh, intensify my workout routines and or health eating habits and everything so i'm trying to get some type of a sanity into this but yeah because it, it's so easy if you're at home and you got to work from home and you don't really have to drive around and shit like that you can kind of let it Plus, go we don't do them we don't do many of the things that we used to do when we went to work you don't dress up you don't have a routine to go to work i mean i don't miss a commute but all that was also part of exercise right and we don't even do that anymore yeah, man, I mean, it, it's crazy how how far I can sort of uh, go. I mean, I, I would turn into a complete caveman if I don't have to. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, sometimes I would go and look in the mirror and say, shit, I think I need to at least do something here because uh, somebody's going to pick up on it. But um, uh, because I, in my case, I have to do uh, like online webinars and shit, right? So I, I can't really going there looking like uh, something out of uh, what, what are those uh, post-apocalyptic movies that, that uh, I think oh, Caveman from Borneo yeah yeah, yeah Borneo yeah. I, yeah. I, actually I remember that because there was a barber yeah. once who told me that but uh, or, or that uh, what's that Kurt Russell movies I think it, it, the, the the snake Escape from New York is it sna- he was a, he was a, was he a snake I'm not too sure but it, they were like this post-apocalyptic movies right you know, they all had their mallets and shit like that, you know? I think that was one of those was Escape from New York, right? That was a Kurt Russell movie. Or Escape from L.A., something, one of those. Yeah, it could be, yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure, sure. Yeah, so aside from that, but look, it, it doesn't impact me that much because I can, uh, I have the liberty to work from home, but uh, the, it, it does impact a lot of the other people. So that's why you are seeing all this protest and all. And I, I know that they kind of lately they've been getting a lot of bad reps even i got friends from uh actually on facebook and everything who are sort of getting tired of all these protesters and they they think that uh, you know they're being silly or they they're just sort of uh, <clears throat> they're contributing to the whole uh, pandemic situation but if put yourself in their situation man i mean imagine if you don't get to you know, stay with your parents or you don't have any type of backup plans. And if you don't, uh, I mean, if the consequences of you not working means you end up being homeless or your children, you had to put your children in some sort of a, you know, like um, with your parents or with your, within a foster home or some shit like that. I mean, these, these are real consequences that some people face and that's why they protest. I mean, I mean, you might think that their protests are irrational or that they are trying to, they are contributing to a global pandemic or whatever. And you, I mean, yeah, you may feel some sort of hate or, you know, you might roll your eyes at them. But for these people, it is their very survival at stake here because if they don't get to be in a world where they can fucking put some food on the table, they they could be losing their kids. It could be some other man raising their children right now, or it could, or you know, like it could it could mean that they have to, um, you know, like get rid of the lose their home or 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 anything else that they've acquired over the years. I mean, so try and empathize that way because uh, not a- everybody's fighting a battle that you don't understand. That's what I had to say about that. <clears throat> and how about you, man? I mean, how are the things in New York? <clears throat> uh, over here, um, I guess uh, a few of my friends are telling me that their companies are forcing them to go back to the office. Uh, the irony is that when they closed down in March of 2020, there was like 10 people sick in Westchester, which is like, I don't know, couple of miles north of new york city and uh now that we have two thousand dying a day they suddenly want to open back up now of course if trump was around 
there would be complete lockdown. But Trump's not here. So, you know, um, it's like, hey, this vaccine is the greatest thing on planet Earth. You got you to gotta take three jabs, four jabs, ten jabs till your eyes pop out. And uh, if you don't, uh, we will force you to starve and die because we're saving you. So that's the narrative here. Did you speak of the vaccine? Did you see there was a post by Majid Nawaz uh, today that actually uh, said something in, in terms of how some of the latest research that have come out is giving a different narrative to what uh, they were telling. So I think this, this comes down to herd immunity because uh, I think originally what we were told was that um, if you are vaccinated, the chances are that you will spread this virus at a much lower rate. And uh, yeah, I, I'm sure that that is the case it, even right now. I mean, may, maybe maybe you you are not going to spread the the vaccine. You are not going to spread the virus uh, as much as you would if you're vaccinated. But but the latest studies are saying that this particular difference that yeah, I mean, I, I can understand like with traditional vaccines, like whether it is polio or fucking smallpox or some some shit like that maybe you you are not a super spreader if you are vaccinated so no, that's a fucking bullshit narrative they just want they're, they're yeah. literally behaving like vaccinated people don't spread the virus that's what they're that's the that's the narrative they're going for and it's obvious that everybody spreads the virus of a vaccinated person can give the virus to an unvaccinated person but they're also spinning that by saying well you're unvaccinated so you will die well it's not your fucking choice if you want to die or not yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. So let, let's just say, example, if your grandma didn't get vaccinated and she died because she got this COVID, she got COVID, then the onus is on her because she didn't get herself vaccinated. So it's not the fault of the anyone else around her who is not vaccinated because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether you're vaccinated or not. You're still going to give you, give that virus to some to other, other well, people. Well, they have another narrative for this. They go like, hey, if you don't if you don't vaccinate yourself, you're being unfair on the system and you're putting pushing burdens on the hospitals and you're depriving other people who are really in need and not an asshole like you who decided not to take the virus uh, vaccine. So now it's your fault also. Now, I have I'm pretty sure that if you are vaccinated, you would probably spread the virus uh, at a lesser rate. But but it, it's not. It, it, this is a question of the. There's no proof for that. There's no proof. Yeah, for exactly. That. This, this is this is. I mean, at least with the polio or all this traditional vaccine, the, you know, the shit they give you when you're born, like under four years old. At least with that, you can actually prove it. You know, like comprehensively, that uh, this is like tenfolds, thousandfolds, a millionfolds. You know, this this shit is effective in. Yeah, achieving herd immunity but the the argument of the but the scientific research we have for covid vaccine on herd immunity is not that convincing if you are if you spread if you are like spreading it at a lesser rate it's not a significantly lesser rate if that that's a problem that's why they can't conclusively prove it and this is why over the years i mean if if if, if you can conclusively prove that uh, you know you you are going to spread it a lot less then we would have had this argument every year when the flu season comes in because you know they you know like you know never in the past were you stigmatized or were, were you like uh, you know ostracized for not taking the flu vaccine of course they will say you they will say that you regret not taking it in when you get the flu but they will never say that you know you are at fault for giving somebody else the flu so i, I believe or, or that you can enter this place or go and get food if you're yeah, not taking the flu vaccine. Exactly. The the herd immunity argument was never used to like beat you in the head for the flu vaccine. So I don't see how they can do it for this Listen, vaccine. Listen, it's 99 point like something percent effect. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, the infection rate. That means there's less than a 1% chance that you'll get it, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know how many kids... Okay, do you know how many kids have died in the US uh, under 18? Take a wild guess. Um... From the COVID vaccine, COVID. Yeah. So there's Cut. 74 million kids, right? Under 18, right? Yeah. 300 and some odd kids died. What's the fucking rate of that? So you have 300 odd people out of 17, 74 million, right? Yeah. That, that That's like, I don't know, man. Let me look here. We have 74. So it's like, you know, it's like 
0.0004% of the population dies if they don't take the vaccine. And mm. we don't even know if you won't die if you take the vaccine. We've had people die with the vaccine, right? Yeah. So yeah, so so why are they forcing 6-month-old kids to get get it now? They want 6 months. Pfizer's fi- filing a a request with the freaking FDA to uh, now vaccinate 6-month-old kids. Mm. And imagine Nawaz, I don't know if for those who don't know this is a guy who has spent uh, I think uh, years in prison for being uh, a, you know like being a radical Muslim or whatever like that. So and this guy is kind of now um, he has fundamentalism so he's trying to mm. sort of have a more secular point of view for that he's ostracized because you know he, he, with certain religions they they hate, they try to punish you if you are you know if you take an atheist type of standpoint but some reason and this is an, another classic example of how the left can be so tribal so the left thinks of uh, so left if if you are a christian and call them left yeah yeah that's the thing so if you're a shit lib and if you if you're like a christian and if you become a, like an atheist and you bash religion then you're a hero but in, in but uh, with certain religions like uh, islam for example like if you, you can see people like majid nawaz ayan hershey ali once they become atheists they become sort of infidels and yep. f- and then they, you can even go you can like this guy was in the i think he, both of them actually uh, majid nawaz as well as ayan hershey they were in the blacklist of um, southern poverty law center as as a uh, as extremists <laughs> so just just because they decided that they are not going to become religious anymore i mean so this so this is a classic example of <clears throat> how uh, this type of narrative uh, plays i mean so any anyway he had a tweet and this was interesting because uh, what he did was he actually uh, showed some evidence from uh, scientific journals and it says that Indeed, the latest major study from Oxford indicates that mm. were you to catch the COVID now, as uh, plenty of us have been, despite being double jabbed, you would be just as likely to pass it on to someone who hadn't been vaccinated. And as explained by the microbiologist and former public health in England director, Professor David Livermore, a variant capable of evading our vaccines can develop among the vaccinated and is just as likely to develop in q as uh, kathmandu so so what, what in essence what he's trying to say is that what he's saying is look covid it's a fucking dangerous disease and if you want to get vaccinated good on you you're going to protect yourself and that's good you know that 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 that's your responsibility to do so but do not blame fucking other people for not being vaccinated if you get it because the chances are that you got it from a vaccinated person or an unvaccinated person you know so it's not their responsibility uh, at all to protect you from covid so the, i think uh, it comes down to like i said the con- concept of herd immunity are you going to be probably uh, i mean if you're vaccinated you probably are not going to spread it as much as if you are unvaccinated but it's uh, well, we but we don't know but, that yeah but uh, that's the thing though i'm saying that it's not significant enough for it to be in a in a like uh, like at least with certain other i think di- it's exactly the same there's yeah. no difference you can be asymptomatic spreader in fact if you have the vaccine right if mm-hmm. you if you take the vaccine you're probably going to be more of an asymptomatic spreader than if you didn't have the vaccine because you'll probably have more symptoms if you don't have the fucking vaccine Mm. Yeah, and what what I mean is like like let's say for with polio or and I'm not I'm talking smallpox or whatever. Yeah, so uh, what I was saying is that yeah, so you might uh, the actually the concept of herd immunity actually works with that kind of shit. But with this one there is absolutely no concrete proof that it does. So I I don't know why you need to be ostracized or you need to you you need to be forced to be isolated or why the mandate needs to exist at all and that's the argument that i think he's trying to make here well that's because these people now that trumps out of the way they want to be the next trump they think they th- they don't even realize that when when all this happened under trump they were calling him a dictator and all this other shit right mm-hmm. they were just projecting you know why because under trump more unemployment money was given right 
and yeah. there was an eviction moratorium under Trump. Under Biden, there's neither. I think they want to lose this fucking election because they want to go back to being irresponsible and not being held accountable, and they want to keep yelling about Trump. So Trump will play the part like an asshole, and he'll come back, and he'll win the election. This fossil will lose. No one is going to vote for cackling hyena, right? And then yeah. they're going to spend the next four years saying it's all Trump's fault again. Rinse and repeat. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, to to be honest, though, I I I uh, I mean, I totally agree with you. I just uh, I do think that it benefits them to sort of have this power structure change every year because they're kind of in on it together. Because when you actually look at um, the type of arguments that they seem to dwell on, it it's always the ones they were. You know, you you cannot have sort of a con- concrete resolution. They, it's a, I mean, the type of arguments that divides the Republicans and Democrats, they're so stupid anyway. They're, they're not... Well, you know, also, I, I think I told you about this, right? I emailed yeah. someone about the Democrats completely cursing Trump. In fact, uh, let's play a clip of the uh, Democrats last year and how much they loved the vaccine. Finally do, God willing, get a vaccine. Who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? You could be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. If the president announced tomorrow we have a vaccine, would you take it? Only if it was completely transparent that other experts in the country could look at it. Only if we knew all of what went into it. If Donald Trump can't give answers and his administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. But if Donald Trump tells us I should t- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. So let me be clear. I trust vaccines. I trust scientists. But I don't trust Donald Trump. American people uh, don't trust the process. I don't trust the process. I don't trust the president. And I don't trust the FDA. Is the vaccine safe? Uh, frankly, I'm not going to trust the federal government's opinion. Would you get it? Um, I will say that I would not trust Donald Trump. If Donald Trump tells us I should ta- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. So as you can see over there, these guys are just like, they were all against the vaccine. Kamala saying that, oh, I don't trust it if he gives it to me. Uh, everyone is saying we don't trust it, right? The moment Trump's out of the way, they're not only are they... The only thing they're not saying is that thank you Trump for the vaccine because don't forget Trump did warp speed and Pence was in charge of warp speed right so Trump got that done but it's like he didn't exist right now and the vaccine is the if you don't take the vaccine you're the worst person in the world hey last year you guys didn't want to take it so I send this I send this clip to someone who's a hardcore like you know establishment democrat like blue blood and everything and this person writes back to me and is saying that oh well that was during the election Oh, so like you said, Rolo Tomasi, man, these people are bad faith arguers. They will never, ever take responsibility. They just want it's Trump bad, Trump bad, Trump bad, derangement, derangement, derangement. And if you don't take the vaccine, you're a Trumper. January 6th is 9-11 and you guys can't go get groceries. We'd rather have you die from that to protect you from getting not getting COVID. That's, so, that's the fucking... It's unbelievable. Remember, because during the vice presidential debate, Kamala was saying that if Donald Trump's going to tell me to take the vaccine, I'm not taking... I mean, uh, and, and the whole... whole uh, if, if you bring this what up What if today, Donald Trump gives her a tube steak? <laughs> then she'll take it because it'll help her climb up the ladder. But uh, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that's the thing, though, and it's such a disingenuous argument because a lot of shit lives who listen to this and say, yeah, if Donald Trump tells me to take it, I mean, as if Donald Trump is like in a lab, you know, like in fucking the Trump Tower making the vaccine or some shit like that. Of course, I mean, like they, they all know that if, if there's a vaccine out during the Trump administration, it doesn't matter what administration is under. It's going to be done by the Pfizer or the private corporations. And the same governing bodies like the F- FDA and all, they, they will have to be, uh, you know, go- they will have to be recommending it. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not Donald Trump in his Malago, you know, d- you know, working with the fucking... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even think yeah, you could do that even if yeah, you tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not Donald Trump in Malaga doing the vaccine, you know? So the, so the, he's busy He's busy trying to beg. Yeah. Just, uh, what's yeah. his wife's name? I forgot. Yeah, he's Mal- begging her for like, please, yeah. one more time. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the same logistics, same procedures, everything is going to apply uh, regardless of who's the president. So so it comes down to literally, so when, when you, when, once you 
address that, it's obvious. It is the same fucking vaccine. It doesn't matter. So if Donald Trump told you to take it, I'm not taking it. You know, I'll take the tube stick, but I won't take that. But, you know, <laughs> but but if Joe Biden is the president, it's the same fucking vaccine, same everything, you know, like uh, cut out all the bullshit. It's a Trump, it's a yeah, Trump so, vaccine, man. It's, it's a, a Trump vaccine. They it, won't say that. Trump vaccine. That that that's what you motherfuckers <laughs> need to get get into your head. Trump vaccine. Trump vaccine. Trump motherfucking vaccine. <laughs> that's what it is. Because you know what? Because he's the one who made it possible. The Operation Warp Speed. You know, he's the one who signed it. Just like Richard Nixon fucking signed the Man on the Moon the shit. Yeah, he he signed the EPA, but he also signed the fucking Apollo Eleven project. Uh, you you guys can't fucking you know. I I don't care whether you know whether what you think. This is how it is. It, so, the, the, so in the same fucking way, it, it is that Donald Trump is the one who fucking signed these emergency authorizations all this, to make it happen. So it is a Trump vaccine. I know you guys don't want to hear it and you've written all these word salads that I've seen on, um, you know, Apple News feed where, where you try to say that it's not a Trump vaccine. How the fuck oh, man, you Apple say News feed is the worst. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, I've actually kind of took, taken that app, <laughs> app out of the... It's horrible. Of because, and, uh, yeah, and even, because... Even though we get, even though we get the premium shit, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, so, and, and you can see it everywhere, this level of hypocrisy, you know? So, uh, once again, so Donald Trump was in on this thing, and it was, I mean, if anything, you should be giving him credit for it. I mean, if anything, I mean, if it was, if, if, if Donald Trump was a Democrat president, you'd be giving him a fucking Nobel Prize by now, <laughs> you know, for making this There happen. was talk about him getting one, remember? Yeah, yeah, remember, I remember, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, so... And that, that that's what it is. I mean, uh, I mean, le- let's call. Hey, it listen. If there's if there's a, yeah. if there's anything that's a psyop, and you know, uh, uh, the way they this guy looks, is ter- they they were they were able to, and they're doing this with the vaccine now. But they always need like a third rail issue mm-hmm. to trigger everyone. I've seen. I've, I mentioned this before. I've seen grown ass people melt down into a fucking pile of melted butter in front of me. Right. Mm-hmm just on the thought of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. It's like these same people who were slavishly watching The Apprentice back in the day mm-hmm. suddenly decided, let's go on a fucking million-man march the day after he got elected, <laughs> right? The march about nothing. Yeah. I was actually on Fifth Avenue. It was like seeing the biggest derangement syndrome ever. You had people who didn't know anything about anything on in that fucking crowd, right? Yeah. And you would think that this is like fucking every, like, uh, barbarian from history is being protested against, like freaking Genghis Khan, uh, you know all these, uh, you know Mara, the fucking uh, Inquisition, all all the criminals from history's past were being, uh, you know, Muhammad Gaddafi, Saddam Hussein, this guy who's like nobody, uh, a a guy with literally like zero at that point, zero legislative experience, and then what happens four years later? In 2020, we have a summer of riots against cops, and these de- demented fools vote for two fucking cops, right? Because Trump is the worst. Like, mm. seriously, how are things better now? There's no eviction moratorium. There's no fucking money. I have friends of mine who aren't getting unemployment benefits. They don't know what to do, right? This is because this motherfucking Biden wants people to go back to the $7.25 an hour jobs because nobody's hiring. I know companies that cannot attract anybody because people are tired of working for bullshit. And they don't like this. They don't like the minions and the peasants can revolt, man. So I have people saying, guess what? We're going to be voting for Trump. And uh, speaking of Biden, we, we saw him come out and give that video, our patience is wearing thin. And uh, I mean, imagine... Oh, yeah. If, yeah, imagine if Donald Trump... You saw what Nicki Minaj said about that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, let's get into Nicki Minaj as well. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> because okay, so so when Biden Oh, comes by the way, in, she's canceled by all the shit loves now. She's oh, like the worst look, person in the world. You you can't cancel that ass. Come on, you know? I mean, I've they, seen leftist, leftist podcasts going off on her. mm and it's all they can't this this is like the Met Gala this is the mm. dividing line you know who's a fucking true leftist yeah. now and who's a fucking crazy shitlib and and you know what they're gonna do now when everything else fails they're gonna put some videos of her with Justin Bieber and say that you know she's she's a pedophile or some shit like that because <laughs> uh, oh come on I mean like you know you know they're gonna try everything you know what I mean because of course because you know a, a teenage boy can't have hots for a well, she's he's not a teenager be, anymore. He's yeah, married, dude. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Y- you know, at least in the video, he yeah. did sort of 
they have that whole Roman dynamic. You know, in how in Rome, um, ancient Rome, oh, like yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if you're like a young the boy, little boys, yeah, little yeah. boys have to use their virginity to like one of the noble women or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think. Uh, and why I, can't we go back to that time? I know, man. <laughs> exactly. Like I, th- I think. Uh, oh, you know I, what? It suck for us. We're not little boys. Yeah, so. exactly. I think Spartacus had a scene where this boy had yeah. to lose. Pop his cherry and this really hot chick who's like his aunt or some shit like that comes <laughs> out of the pool and she's naked. I was like, fuck, what a, what a, what an empire, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you saw what happened to that empire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, I saw this article the other day about uh, them threatening you about insulting Joe Biden. So this guy said that it's not just dangerous screaming fuck Biden. Uh, uh, you know, like it's also it could be illegal because experts warn that in addition to the violent incitement caused by screaming, uh, um, you know, like uh, expletives uh, at the president, such threats could also be criminal. So I mean, all right, guys, if Donald, if some Donald Trump uh, supporter were to have written this, you guys will be like, you know, you'll have your panties up in a bunch about how this is all fascism and everything. Because I just heard fuck Trump for four years. Yeah. What happened then? Yeah, what happened? And, and every, I mean, like, think about it. Now you think it's illegal. You know, you want to make it fucking illegal to say the same shit about Joe Biden. I mean, this is where we are at. I mean... Yeah, you know, the reason this is happening is because the entire media apparatus, right? is uh completely democratic right they're all self-certified we are democrats they don't they're, they're not even caring about truth or falsehoods or anything if you're my guy we'll you're it's illegal if it's trump he's the worst thing on earth we can say it yeah so but but this is also i mean if you look at uh, when joe biden said our patience is wearing thin i mean if uh, i think it was joseph goebbels right i i don't know what his first name is so See, 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 guys. Yep, uh, Joseph, yeah, so, yep. uh, Joseph. Okay, so yeah, Joseph Goebbels. He, he Joseph also Goebbels, said, Joseph Biden. Yeah, it's Joseph. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, see, I didn't even think about all this shit, and I, you know what I mean. Like, I didn't even know his first name. I just knew his last name, Goebbels. Right? The Goebbels said the same fucking thing. Like, our patience is wearing thin. You know what I mean? And and Joe Biden said, and if Donald Trump were to have said, you know, our patience... Oh, they would have connected they, it right away. Oh, they would have connected all the dots and, you know, like... They would have said, look, he's reading Mein Kampf, yeah, he's, uh, so he's yeah, another Hitler. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, he's reading Mein Kampf, or if his kid was playing Minecraft, you would say, it sounds like <laughs> Mein Kampf. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, I had to bring that up because I fucking lost yeah, my face. Yeah, post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so anyway, anyway so that that you, you would go so far to connect all these dots about you know uh, how everything can be equated but fucking joseph biden said the same shit as joseph goebbels and you guys just you know look the other way uh, because you know look the other way they actually went into it they were like you better not make our patients wear thin you, you know, we were, I think in France, Macron is facing all kinds of shit because they're stopping people from going into the supermarket now to get food if you're not vaccinated. A lot of French, I mean, there's been protests. It's just like the yellow vest, right? Mm-hmm. They aren't covering this. There's been protests going on for like six months in France, about the, or maybe three or four months at least, yeah. about this vaccine passport, right? Nobody, the people who got vaccinated are standing in solidarity with people who don't want to get vaccinated. So what they're trying to do here is to get everyone to kill each other. That's the perfect way to get the 1% to make all their fucking money on your ass on you, while you kill your neighbor. That's what they want. Listen, are you surprised that the French are doing exactly what the Nazis are doing? I mean, they surrendered to the fucking Nazis, like, you know, without even, a, you know, without a... I'm sorry, I just had to go there. Sorry, yeah. I I know it's Vichy, it, Vichy <laughs> French. I know, I know it's it's just kind of been a meme lately. And uh, no, but I, I'm just saying the the population <laughs> is doing the opposite though. They are against Macron. Exactly. Macron is. Uh, oh, don't forget, he's a he's a fucking Rothschild, IMF, World Bank connected, fucking pedophile probably, man. With the way these guys are going, you don't know, we don't know shit. Everyone's got some Epstein connection, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um. I don't know. I, I did share a video with you about with uh, Breton Heather Weinstein uh, uh, earlier today, and um, I kn- I know that uh, I don't always agree with everything they say because I I know that some of the stuff 
they get it wrong but they have a podcast called dark horse podcast and uh, so th- this this is uh, for those who don't know Brett Weinstein was a professor at a re- massive fucking shit live college called Evergreen College and uh, I think he took a he took a principal stand one day that uh, right. I think uh, I think uh, he he said that uh, I think they were forcing all the white people to not come to college uh, for a black history month day or some shit like that and uh, I, I and he said look uh, we can't fix racism by being racist and <laughs> this is a, i mean this is kind of asinine this is kind of stupid that what you guys are doing and so he is, look i i don't have a lot of sympathy for Brett Weinstein in some things because he's one of those shitly professors who actually he was the reason why a lot of these young people are batshit crazy so he he was a cause of a lot of those problems over the years but suddenly it came back to bite him in the ass so so he became kind of um, you know he realized that this is just too much you know i've created a fucking monster type of situation so now now he and his wife they got fired i i, I think oh, they were forced to leave the university so they became renegades and they they were homeless politically so they have not now a podcast where they try to find nuance in all the arguments and the, the these two people they're geniuses they're they're scientific geniuses both him and his wife and uh, they've actually uh, in their last episode they had a uh, they had a comparative analysis of covid to uh, 9/11 and right. uh, and it I'm, i mean i think i will play the clip just so people know what we are talking about but uh, just just to give you a sort of a summary of it what he was they were saying is that they sort of analogized the return on investment from the you know reactions uh, you had for 911 so let's just say you were the one who orchestrated 911 you planned the 911 for every dollar that you spent on the actual 911 uh, act you know you you got literally millions folds in terms of the return on investments in terms of the amount of damage that america not only did to themselves but to the rest of the world so so let's just say you spent a certain amount of money you know crashing the planes on these buildings and destroying three, you know like killing 3000 people or whatever like uh, you think about where it went from there so you started a war in afghanistan and everywhere else in middle east and you lost far more than 3000 people you also you destroyed your economy in some ways because you know since nine since 2000 american economy has had you know a lot of setbacks and shit like that you know and, and also the american reputation around the world has diminished so it's had a ripple effect a negative ripple effect on on america since 911 so whatever you invested on 911 you gotten back literally thousands or millions fold and in in the same way covid it's comparative because whatever you are doing as a reaction to covid you are actually fucking yourself in the ass you know you you are doing so much damage to the overall sort of the you know like the social fabric you you are you know you are creating a lot of um, uh, w- I, let's just say covid was completely an accident it's not a lab thing it just happened shit happened whatever but but whatever the uh, the way you reacted to covid is far worse than the actual disease itself and that's what you the, what they're saying yeah we we've all lost uh, yeah like the cost of lockdowns and stuff yeah exactly i mean i mean i myself you know i told you last week that i uh, sunil pereira he's like a national treasure to sri lanka and and a distant relative and uh, we've all suffered under covid but but the the reaction that you the, like the way you reacted to covid the, the solution was probably far more costly than anything that the disease itself would have caused and and that's what i think uh, uh, we will uh, i will at least include this video in the uh, in the footnotes just so for for people to see yeah yeah it's it's an, uh, it's funny uh, you mentioned about the war in afghanistan right so uh, as as i was mentioning before they admitted um, this week that the drone bombing so the reason uh, people found out about this drone bombing being a big scam and not killing any terrorists is because the entire media apparatus was there during the Afghan withdrawal like at the airport remember mm-hmm. 
So there was there was a tremendous media presence, and they everyone immediately found out that this was bullshit. It was all over Twitter. Metters was like tweeting about it a lot. A lot of a lot of real leftists were doing that, but they kept saying no, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't. Yesterday it came out that the Defense Department will now announce that they killed like six or seven children and all innocent civilians. And they also included in their press statement that no one will be held accountable, right? So I'm thinking like they're in the business of just creating new 9-11s. They want to make, they want to, it's like a puppy mill except it's churning out terrorists, right? Let's just get everyone to hate us and we'll keep doing these terrorists in the future. Now these kids die and maybe they're, young relative or something is now going to hate America forever. Within 10 years, he's going to become like another Mohammed Atta flying in fucking mm. planes, God knows where. And this keeps the war machine going. They will never, if, if this happened under Donald Trump, we'll know every little detail about it. But they will never... I think when he first got yeah. into power, he killed that girl, right? Yeah. Uh, Anwar Al-Alaki's daughter. Within yeah. three minutes, they were like, he's killing someone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but now that this is all happening under Biden, just like when things happened under Obama... There is absolutely no interest to pursue this except it's sort of, you know, like a slap on the wrist or they mention it or whatever, blah, blah. So uh, what a lot of the leftists, like some of the leftists I uh, like uh, associate with in, in, on Facebook could do is they would probably just mention it on the, uh, like very briefly, but they'll never pursue it like aggressively, uh, you know, like day after day. They, if they mention uh, it. Yeah, exactly. So they, they would never give you the impression that this needs to be sorted out uh, be- because if it happened under Trump, they will mention it every day. You literally, they will right. isolate the cause and they'll mention it because they will tell you this is exactly what you need to do in order to get to this conclusion. Trump and bad. this conclusion Trump will bad. mean may mean that Trump is bad. They will never fucking do that with situations like this. And 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 that that's just how uh, I'm, I'm unfortunately that this is just how they will uh, end up playing this. Yeah. And think about this, right? So uh, I, I was reading an article about the war in Afghanistan that started in 2002, right? Or 2001, right? But I don't know if our, our listeners on you knew this. Over a six-week period in 2002, the U.S. tried to kill Taliban warlord Jaladin Haqqani, right? Mm-hmm. He's from the Haqqani network, a U.S. quote-unquote designated terror network. Yeah. They failed, but they managed to flatten an entire village, destroy 37 other homes, and kill 159 civilians in the process, right? Yeah. So this is no big shit because they're like, what, brown pieces of shit according to the U.S., right? They don't count. It's all the nice Wall Streeters who got killed on 9-11. They matter, right? Mm. This blood, who gives a shit about this blood? It's not going to affect us any which way. But this is all that they were doing in, in Afghanistan. They were paying off Taliban paying off warlords. It was a money funneling operation, I think to the tune of like maybe $3 trillion. And uh, they, this is all in service of the military industrial complex. Now, Biden is pulling out, right? And everyone thinks that, you know, I, I thought about it at the beginning. Biden is pulling out. Uh, he's going to look like a savior. Maybe not now because they're all bitching about the way it's done and how bad it is. But nobody complained about Nixon pulling out of, uh, well, I don't know if he, I think he, it's, I think the peace process started under him, right? The the Vietnam War, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, people like it if you leave. But these fucking ships have all moved off to China, right? And as you know, they made a deal with Australia recently mm-hmm. about the nuclear submarine. Uh, yeah. France got pissed off. I saw the French ambassador on PBS or something, and he, this is what he's saying. We, we have territories in, like, uh, fucking all over the Indo-Pacific. We need to be there. I'm like, you fucking colonial shithead. You're just pissing out with the other warmongers. That's all. And uh, and China's... And the they had our, our famous guy. Who's our famous guy? The guy who said, not willingly spying on Americans, that bald motherfucking James Clapper, right? So he's a CNN analyst, quote-unquote analyst, right? All these retired generals, all these pieces of shit are constantly getting paid to the tune of $500,000 or more a year to be on this CIA news network. And you know what he was saying? We're doing all this stuff in China, like uh, on the border of China. We're doing all the submarine deals where half the fleet is in the South China Sea. Do you know why? Because of something China may do in the future. What if the fucking China fleet was right outside New Jersey? What would happen here? <laughs> we, we, had, we had Cuba take nuclear missiles from Russia in the 60s, right? I don't know if people know this, and most people do now, 
but America already had Jupiter nuclear missiles pointed at Russia and Turkey back in the day, right? Oh, yeah. Before they moved the missiles to Cuba. But the Cuban missile crisis, quote-unquote, only started when this place got its panties up in a bunch. Oh, my God, we're 90 miles from here. So, yeah. you know, it's complete. It's built into the American yeah. psyche. Yeah. The people here entitled. are propagandized, yeah. entitled, propagandized to the hilt. You can have a, I, I know immigrants who just crawled in through immigration thinking they're Americans immediately, man. It's just ridiculous. They completely forget what it, what is, it is to be a citizen of the world, right? Other countries don't matter. Russia, you know what? I saw a documentary on Russia a few weeks ago, like, uh, and I followed this guy on YouTube who travels through Russia. My God, it's a beautiful country, and the people seem to be so genuine. But yeah. here, they look like they're, you know, evil fucking empires still till today. It's nuts. It, I remember, um, I think even, even in that propaganda movie, uh, 13 Days, with Kevin Costner, you know, oh, right, like right. Yeah. yeah, you can see there was a one really genuine moment where he walks into the Russian embassy and he sees the Russian girl and you, he looks at her neck and he sees like the tension, like he sees a human sort of quality in her, like in the tensions he's experiencing and uh, he, he tries to humanize the situation, but. I mean, I mean, kudos for Hollywood for actually at least doing that because generally you don't even get to see that. You know what I mean? Well, they had but, 45 years yeah. to do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, uh, yeah. So this piece of shit, George W. Bush, so during the September, you know... The liberals, uh, yeah, liberal yeah. darling hero now. Yeah, I know. I mean, he, he, he gets to, you know, have his little sweet moments with Michelle Obama now. You know, they get to... <laughs> Your favorite. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> it says that Bush alludes January 6th while condemning 9-11 terrorists. I mean, guys, I know... I just want you to sort of analyze this in a sort of a... You just think about what he's saying. So this is the motherfucker who started the whole thing, you know? The Afghanistan to fucking Iraq and all. And you have people like Ashley Babbitt who died in, on January 6th. The, she's a veteran. She's a fucking veteran who went out. Terrorist. To, she's a terrorist. Yeah, yeah. She, so, 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 exactly. So the same man, George motherfucking W. Bush, is calling this girl who lost her life, you know, like this very distressed girl, obviously, you know, she, she, was, she, she, she was obviously influenced by a lot of... Uh, information out there but uh, she's now a terrorist you know she, she, this girl who who stuck her neck out for her country because of what George W. Bush fed her is now a terrorist so think about the irony in all this you know like I have a step back and think they don't give a fuck about you guys I mean yeah I mean all you brave you you don't deserve this shit I mean even the people who are brave enough to fucking walk into the halls of the congress and you know do all those crazy stupid and and, and, and I mean yeah, stupid yeah stupid with capital letters like the Trump tweets stupid shit stunts you did on January 6th your courage, you don't, you know, like, these people don't deserve your courage. They don't. They really don't, you know. And it was so stupid of you to actually put yourself, uh, to put yourself out there and end up in, like, you know, like that. I think that guy with the Q Shaman or whatever, he's fucking in jail now. You know what I mean? He's in jail. You know the, 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 the headlines at that yeah, time? Yeah. The headline at that time about these people, about who they were? Yeah. A Wall Street Journal did a like a study. They go like, a lot of them have problems like debt. Yeah, yeah you think the, uh, people with fucking debt won't be storming capital soon, mm. you pieces of shit? In fact, uh, uh, my only regret is that these idiots, they they tipped, tipped off these criminals in Congress so that now you can never go and petition your government if they go out of control like this. Like the moment you step near the capital, you're a terrorist. Like forget any, you could just be yeah. breathing and that's it. And uh, Andrew Yang obviously exposed himself that day, you know, like the whole day he was tweeting about, 
you know your people's halls were you know like invaded by like dude wh- who the fuck do you think invaded those halls those were the people the only reason you're fucking triggered is because these fucking peasants finally invaded something that is so sacred you know what i mean these are the fucking halls where you have your little rituals and you know like these are the untouchable fucking areas that you know like for for years for centuries that you know they were off limits to peasants and finally you see the peasants out there and you lost your shit and that that's what happened i mean i mean that that that's why it it was such a you know this is such a controversial moment and um, yeah so well it's just like 911 isn't it that's yeah. what they wanted to make it <laughs> exactly so i think uh, the, look this is uh, another subject that i want to touch up on i really don't want to do this because i fucking hate giving this type of uh, stories any kind of uh, credibility but uh, so alexandria ocasio cortez she went into oh, this uh, you know the my little pony type of grand, grand galloping gala you know what i mean and she finally you know like she what was what about her friend mm What, what's, who the person she was partnered with is the fiance of a hundred millionaire who's descendant descended from mm. Goldman Sachs. Okay, so she got a thirty thousand dollars worth of a ticket, you know, because two of them, that, two yeah, of them, sixty thousand. That, that's so very common, right? I mean, if you if you are like a white working class guy who works in a coal mine or whatever, you can totally afford to go to that that place. Like thirty thousand dollars is nothing. Yeah, so uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, sarcastic, obviously here, but I mean, fuck all that. Pro- uh, what about the protests outside the Met? Yeah, she didn't yeah, do shit about them. Yeah, they got arrested. Yeah, they got it, brutalized by cops. She was nowhere to be seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she she spends. I mean, uh, I mean, there was an article recently that shows that you know many of the largest congressional advocates for defunding the police uh, spends massive amounts of money on their own private security, and she's literally yeah. like on uh, like right up there on top of the list. But of course, if you ever point this out on Twitter, I'm sure there will be some, you know, bold kind of a very effeminate guy will come out and say, "Oh, you know what? Yeah, why do they need the security? Because you know they need safety because you people are, you know, like compromising their security or whatever like that." They write a total word salad just, just, just to defend this type of hypocrisy. And I was recently thinking, though, you know, like, you know. the the type of word salads like salad goes with the dressing right so you know we have the roller tomasi uh, line but we, we we should also have some uh, have a uh, like a you know like a catchphrase for the uh, word salad dressings that a lot of this shit lives uh, off news and i was thinking how about a word salad dressing called muddy the water Muddy the water is a great uh, <laughs> salad dressing, right? It should go right yeah. next to the Paul Newman sauces in the supermarkets, you know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So uh, so whenever you point out this type of hypocrisy about people like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez who are calling for to defund the police, but at the same time they use <laughs> more authoritarianism and more private bodyguards and everything, they can afford that shit. So you know, like uh, they 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 are. They are hypocrites. That's fucking it. Don't forget so, the bodyguards and the photographers and the dress holders and yeah, the other yeah. shits got to keep wearing masks like the peasants that they are. Okay? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, hey, you know what? It's, we should sell this as our first merchandise. I mean, you know, we should we should have our own salad dressing. We should be selling it's called the muddy the water dressing. You know what I mean? All right, let's do it. <laughs> Who know whoever knows. So the which which will go very well with any shit lip word word salad, you know? Yeah. It's a great dressing. Yeah, anyway, so uh, so she was in this um she was in this uh, grand galloping gala with the my little ponies and everything and all the coastal elites and she wore this dress that said uh, tax the rich. you know what i mean and and all the shit tips like oh you know what's wrong with taxing the rich blah 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 and everything else you know the message is great but think about the circumstances she's literally out there in one of the most elitist of the elitist coastal elite sort of uh, you know like a uh, uh, it's uh, called the oscars of the east that's what exa- it's called exactly and it's all bullshit it's all just performative radicalism because i mean she is literally there because the rich people want her to be there and you know what i mean oh, you want to know you want to know the words how she created to deflect this so she wrote a she wrote a post like the medium is a message 
So that means look at me. Uh, it doesn't matter where I am, what I'm doing, what I'm what I'm saying on my dress is more important. Then she, she then she uh, lashed out at people criticizing uh, the person she was partnered with, yeah. right? And she goes like, oh, I know. I mean, I think the person who dre- who did her dress. She goes, "Oh my God, an immigrant designed my dress. An immigrant, yeah. this immigrant, fucking immigrated from Toronto, right?" <laughs> so they what they try to do is they keep trying to do these, uh, you know, these uh, fucking. They'll try to dress up. It's like dress. We talked about this before. Dressing up imperialism in like woke woke dressing, so that people don't. It's the same thing as a salad dressing, right? You just just basically cover it up with all this bullshit platitude, like immigrant designer, just to deflect the criticism that you're at a fucking oligarch prayer to class party, and you're just and you know, you can tell she just loves it, man. She loves this bullshit. She she does nothing. She's funded police, imperialism. She's a complete fraud. Makes Obama look s- extremely slick in comparison because mm. it took a while for people to catch on to him. And this psycho didn't even wait till she's out of Congress to behave like this. Um, I still think she might become president because of this insane place and the fucking brainwashing. But she's co- she's a complete scam. And I honestly, you know what? I just think if you take someone from an average fucking neighborhood and you give them a ton of power and money, you can co-opt anyone. These people aren't exactly the brightest. Nobody's the brightest in this country. You know, I mean, you can co-opt. I know PhDs who are fucking brainwashed. So, you know, I'm not surprised this person is either. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, she uh, she was instrumental in writing the Green New Deal, right? So, but you, you can... Well, I've never seen this Green New Deal. Where yeah. the fuck is it? Yeah, so I mean, uh, let's just let's not forget the fact that you know the Green New Deal had all these clo- clauses like, you know, guaranteed income, this and that, and all the privileges to anyone who is, uh, you know, like uh, who who is uh, unwilling to work or whatever like that. But 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 the, the the problem is, so I mean, anyone can abuse that. Let's just say, for example, so if it guarantees income to all American, you know. So let's just say if I was if I was to put a swastika outside my house and put a full on Nazi flag, so doesn't that mean that I'm guaranteed an income? You know, like so it's so basically I cannot be cancelled. You know what I mean? So I mean that that is just one little thing. But there there are also other things about this Green New Deal itself that I feel like that people are not so recently uh, people are not thinking very clearly. So Biden said that by twenty twenty five that they will be completely carbon free you know what i mean i mean i mean this this in itself you have to start thinking okay so if a, a, you know like right now i mean like even if if you go to the scientific website it says 80% of the energy infrastructure can be powered by the renewable sources by 2030 so that's not even what biden's saying you know like this is the scientist saying so that is uh, at least five five years off, you know, and hundred percent by twenty fifty. So Biden is literally twenty five years off. What even the most skeptical of the scientific community is saying, and even if you look at the most skeptical of scientific community, they are saying that they still have a huge challenges in terms of um, storage of power, or the, or you know, like how how do you maintain a stable grid or. A, or a base load for a grid. Uh, these things they still haven't sorted, and the type of solutions they give are so fucking uh, like straight after the science fiction book. Like you know, like even though some drawbacks, you, know, you can use the deserts to have solar farms. So so basically, you can have uh, you know like uh, solar pa- panels uh, in across the entire Sahara desert. I mean, uh, in order for that to happen, you got to understand the political situation in Africa. You know, it's fucking crazy to think that 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 we can get cooperation from uh, an African continent to like have uh, all that shit. But then there is also the uh, uh, they they also say uncertainty and unreliability of the renewables demand that high production capacity can uh, has to be made. That means sixty seven percent of the energy production is wasted uh, to have ninety nine percent of renewable penetration for a. Standalone microgrid, um, a huge capacity is needed as compared with the actual demand. It depends uh, on many factors like geographical locations, demand, supply, etc. Turning 100% renewable would require a bit of more infrastructure that, than what we have now. We need much higher generation capacities, a good battery storage system, or a pure solar full earth grid. While mixing solar and wind, a battery storage system will be required so that 
The energy can be stored at times of peak production and can be used during the times of, uh, you know, like no production. So basically, what they're literally saying is that even if you give 2050 as a deadline, we're still far away from, you know, like even having battery. I, I mean, like they make battery technology look like this is some kind of a renewable savior. But think about what batteries are. No, it's not because batteries require so much fucking mining. They showed up in Planet of the Humans, remember? Yeah, exactly. So imagine if, um, I mean, let's say Tesla was able to build some kind of a mega battery in South Australia, right? But imagine what that, what you require to, you need to maintain that battery. Every fucking year, you will have to be mining the shit out of some place. I'm sure in this case, Afghanistan. We who we want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so exactly. So you have to be because and 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 disposing batteries is extremely toxic. It's and bat not only it's fucking heavy as shit because I mean like have you ever tried lifting a fucking battery? I mean I I got solar panels in my house. I've actually I've got couple, a UPS here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The, the, uh, imagine having to dispose this shit. These these things don't last forever. They last for a few years and then you'll have to dispose it and. And, and you know like uh, I mean of course if you figure out a way to shoot all that, the land yeah you can probably shoot all that shit into space if you figure that out good luck for you but I'm sure it will create a whole <laughs> different set of problems maybe you can send yeah. it to Venus or some shit like that but uh, yeah so uh, even maintaining batteries is such a huge challenge and we have so when I read this I mean this is an optimistic article but even in the optimistic articles, you can see so many fucking red flags. You know what I mean? So when when someone like President Biden comes and says that we can be carbon free by 2025, you have to think that if you think that Trump is a liar, you know, Trump's lies are just white lies. They don't mean shit compared to the type of lies that Joe Biden is saying right now. He's saying like he's telling you lies that are so have massive consequences. But it's virtue signaling. Dems love yeah. that. Yeah, because, yeah, it doesn't matter. If, if you want to lie about renewable, that's fine. Yeah, that's what I, and, and fucking Michael Moore, he actually, for once in his life, he told the truth and he got cancelled. He never learned his lesson from that. He came back straight after that and called the rest of the world, like, you know, he called Trump supporters yeah. terrorists after that. I mean, what the, fu <laughs> what the fuck, you fat piece of shit, if you got cancelled for telling the truth, you need to learn a fucking lesson from that. You know what I mean? You didn't. No, he did not. You, you did he loves not. MSNBC too much. Yeah. Also, don't forget, he's not going to get funded for his Hollywood movies if he goes against shit libs, right? Exactly. In the, that movie he made was made kind of independently, the yeah. one on YouTube. Yeah. But you can see he could never get a backer like his pal Weinstein, who used to back him before. He wouldn't be able to get that. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that I think that's uh, all I got to offer for this week. Seriously. Um, yeah. So I mean, um, you, you got anything uh, to add before we go out? Um, I think about that's about it. We talked about her dress, and it's just he annoying. Oh, Tintin I mean, got uh, cancelled. Tintin got cancelled. We didn't yeah, answer Tintin's gonna get, Yeah, he's going to get cancelled too. Uh, but good. the good news is not many people know who Tintin is out here. So yeah. I think he'll be safe because of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is such a tragedy because, you know, Tintin opened the doorways to... I, mean, like, I, was, I grew up in Sri Lanka, so I didn't know much about the Western culture. So uh, there were so many important things I learned about the Western culture from through Tintin. And I mean... Uh, Don't you like how you learned about the American Indians in Tintin? Yeah, uh, but it was a good thing. Like, I mean, that—that's yeah. what was so fucking good about. But don't Tintin. they put him on a totem pole in that in the first one? Dude, you know, in America, they show this one section in Tintin, Tintin in America, where you know, like, uh, uh, so they offered Tintin uh, millions of dollars for his land because uh, it had oil. Oh, in yeah, it. the yeah. oil. <laughs> and the moment they found out that it was Indian land, they bring on all the soldiers with the fucking. You know, like, and why, oh, do you, yeah. why didn't you tell me that? You know, like, and they move all the Indians out. You know, I mean, this is so... F <laughs> and, and also, they, they did the same thing with the Japanese and the Chinese. You know, like, Hercules... Yeah. yeah, he was so fucking radical at that time that yeah. he, 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 gave, he, he did not give a fine fuck about... I mean, he was so... He had so much balls, that guy. You know, like, the, like uh, he, they, he taught... Not only did he 
teach us about human rights he also taught us about the geopolitics and the everything uh, like especially to people in asia like ourselves because we are well, it's a good thing that the whole comic took place all over the world that yeah, was the other good thing yeah exactly i mean this guy this guy educated us in so many things and now he's getting cancelled because this fucking pieces of shit this anti fucking radical lipis or shit they don't understand they 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 have absolutely no uh, understanding of how uh, it affects people in the real world because all they know is to project you know what i mean <clears throat> they probably saw some cartoon of some some guy with like an african american drawn in a like a gullywog type of a way and that's all they needed they they they, they, they don't really understand how these comics were so instrumental in teaching us uh, uh you know not just human rights but the everything else like educating us in the way it did because yeah, yeah. they were so ahead of its time you know what i mean the, i mean uh, even uh, if uh, i mean I, i was looking at uh, that uh, there, there was a character the professor calculus i think he was based on uh, he was based on uh, someone who actually uh, uh i think uh, i think it was jack spicard or someone like that someone someone who uh, uh yeah, they, 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 these were like re- even in science you know tintin made such a huge uh, contribution in terms of everything in educating people especially in the uh, in in places like asia in india sri lanka and places don't like for, that don't forget don't forget when he went to the moon <laughs> yeah e- even the moon one you know and of course it 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 was before it actually happened but you know like they did the best they could you know what i mean i love like, the rocket man the ex- rocket had <laughs> exactly so i mean yeah so now it's being cancelled because all these shitheads don't understand how uh, you, uh, they they don't understand how historically these things i think it'll be safe you know why also he's been cancelled but he's been cancelled here as i told you nobody who knows who the fuck tintin is here yeah. i went okay so my friend took me to this uh, i have a friend in new york city who takes me to all the the best restaurants and yeah. i wouldn't say like the i don't mean it in that way i just mean like the most unique and the most uh, like a lot of times they're undiscovered mm-hmm. and really cool places to hang out so she took me to this place called petita bell right mm-hmm. it's on 17th street between 5th and 6th i went there yeah. like years ago it's still around thank god uh, i hope they're not closed because of the pandemic it doesn't seem that way but i went in there and i was eating and i saw a bunch of tintin comics on the wall right all of them and i could see the americans like americans <laughs> what am i right yeah. and uh, i see, i saw like people from here uh sounds even worse okay americans uh i saw these americans looking at these comics and scratching their head like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> right yeah. and i'm like tintin man i mean how can you not know tintin <laughs> It's amazing but yeah. having grown up in the uh, Asian subcontinent I think we were more introduced to European and yeah. English like uh yeah. co- pop yeah. culture than the Americans were. So yeah. I think that's why we know a lot more than, you know, um yeah. the average American. But then the average American doesn't know anything. Yeah. It's not their fault. You you live in a propagandized society <laughs> and unless you un- uh, what we usually tell people at the end of our shows you got to do your research yeah. man don't yeah. believe anybody including us yeah exactly search search and try not to get your information from CIA news network or anything that's corporate backed they all have an agenda every single one of them uh, i'm going to repeat something i read today which i sent around to a couple of my friends especially about the security state yeah right is that one of the weirdest beliefs is that the secret government agencies who did evil things in the past just don't do evil things anymore this belief is li- li- based on literally nothing it's believed because it's comfortable think about that motherfucker anyway that's all i got to offer for this week so i hope you all stay safe and uh, happy and uh, we will see you next week so if you want to catch us uh, just check out beyond narratives on facebook or true free thinkers or in your case l uh, what was your what's your twitter handle all right so you can find me on twitter at @alanfx_ Uh, Chris is on Twitter as uh, Thinkers True, right? At Thinkers True. Yeah. And uh, we will see you back next time, and we'll circle back then. I'm happy to circle back with you. I can circle back. <coughs> <coughs>
It's pretty obvious we all know you're pretending. You have no actual facts for the lies that you're defending. Conservatives not the only ones who find it condescending. The real reason you circle back is because you know it's never ending. Round and round and round you go, dancing like a puppet show. Just a simple yes or no. Thousands watching want to know the truth. I guess there's too much to ask. Like why Biden was at the Lincoln Memorial without a mask, huh? Try giving you a chance, but it seems intimidating if reporters start raising hands. Is it better if we send you the questions far in advance? Honestly, all we really want is answers about your man. This defense around the capital means it's for securing borders. With Harry Tubman on the 20, who can we expect on quarters? If Trump decided to sign this many executive orders, will you consider him a dictator or truly support it? We want to know. Socket. You're the blunt of the joke, but this message for anybody I see still fake woke. We see the strings of the vision that you all constantly stroke, and the fist full of propaganda you shove down our throats. But I miss the days when we used to have Kaylee Mack. When they rapid fire questions, she would counterattack. How does it feel to know that we all caught on to the act? Let me guess. But I will have to circle back with you on that as well. Circle back. I'm happy to circle back. So-